This Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 Betting Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and race SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hat, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome into another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and today we talk trucks. This week feels so much more normal than regular because everything is sort of exactly where it needs to be. The Cup Series is Tuesday. Trucks are on Wednesday. We'll do Xfinity tomorrow on Thursday. Cody, it's so nice to be back in the normal swing of things. It uh, it really does feel good. It's uh, you know this is this is the normal schedule we should be on most of the season. So I like it. We still got all three series rolling as they head out to Vegas. You know, as we talked about yesterday on the Cup Series pick show, kind of a normal quote unquote week. Uh, you know, as much normal as the trucks can be, anyways. Um, but this should be uh should be a pretty fun race. Lot of a uh, lot of names to be talking about in this race. We got some quite a few guys jumping down from the Cup Series. So, uh, yeah, we'll jump into all that. But uh, I'm excited. Again, we're just we're full on into it now, and it's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It really is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And what's a beautiful, beautiful thing is not even being able to be here five seconds and seeing people already popping off in the chat. Derek Undead Gaming saying ready and waiting for this here to pop off. You were here early, and we appreciate that. Chris Tamber saying he's here for the SGV love. Give him some props, Cody. I don't know that that's going to happen uh, today. Are on the Xfinity show. Check it out. Keith Lutz saying, let's go. And then Stephen Williams reminding us that, uh, yes, I have yet to fin- or to, to get our, our things done today. So kind of like a haunted house. It's fun until it isn't. Ty Tiger checking in, my favorites. And then JDK saying the busiest guys. I'm going to go ahead and throw the S on there in the NASCAR gambling industry. So uh, Steve's also excited that the paint schemes are out because we know that that is how Steve's entire betting card gets filled. So uh, congratulations, Steve. <laughs> Happy paint scheme day. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, let us know which paint schemes your daughter's on this week because it's <laughs> always, always fun and entertaining to find that out. And you could always find that in the Discord because we, we love having that conversation over there. Such a fun way to, uh, to just... I guess get involved, you know, that's, that's one yeah. thing it is. It's like at first she'll learn paint schemes, then she'll learn drivers, then she'll develop her own driver. And then next thing you know, she's the biggest NASCAR fan that you'll ever meet. So gotta love that. 
Exactly. <laughs> so, um, okay, again, like we said, it is it is the Truck Series news. Cody, or Truck Series that we're covering today, it's the Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 from Las Vegas, back on the uh, friendly confines of a cookie-cutter oval. But as we know, Cody, it doesn't matter if they're on an oval, a road course, a super speedway, uh, your local boomers, or uh, Scandinavia, whatever you got out there, Scandia, uh, these truck drivers still act and slip and slide as if they <laughs> are just a on on a wild ride, uh, toes wild ride, as it were. Yeah, they they uh, do that. They're always this is you know probably the most exciting of the series, right? They're going to keep you on your toes. There's going to be a lot of things going on throughout the race. So uh, yeah, getting. Well, <laughs> I guess maybe not so much last week in Atlanta, but I think getting back to a normal oval here, uh, normal intermediate oval will be a good thing. And again, like I said, a lot of new names and, and faces in different places throughout this race. So um, I think that's going to bring a lot of excitement for this one. Uh, one face that is actually going to stay the same for a while. I know that we don't normally jump into the news this quickly, and I know we're going to talk about him later on in the show. But one of the biggest pieces of news, I suppose, is that Raja Karuth, was going to be only what a thirteen race participant in the truck series. Well, so he he was going to be full season, but HendrickCars dot com was supposed to only be thirteen races. There it is. But they have decided they're going to do the full twenty three ske- race schedule for him, which is huge news for Raja. Obviously, huge news for Spire. Maybe it's huge news for Hendrick too. I mean, if if Mister H, if Jeff Gordon, if these guys believe in a young driver like this. Uh, they've believed in some young drivers before. I don't know if you've ever heard of Jeff Gordon or Kyle Busch or Jimmy Johnson. I don't ever know what happened to any of those guys, but they believed in all of those guys. They clearly believe in Roger Carruth here. I mean, to to make that investment of of how many trucks are be, have the same sponsor for all twenty three races? Uh, not very many, I don't think. So, um, for them to go out there and make that investment in this guy, he's obviously uh, someone that they've got their eyes on and and feel like he could. Uh, really be a great future driver and and you know again look at william byron as the most recent example they're not too bad at, at finding those guys so uh definitely gonna be a guy to keep an eye on we're gonna talk about him a little bit tonight i think that news like this could impact how his weekend goes and uh, and could help us catch some of these bets because you get that kind of boost of confidence and that could be a good thing so um, yeah, great news for for a young driver that's up and coming, and definitely has got a lot of talent. Confidence, schmoffidence that that's that type of money infusion is going to do huge for the garage. I mean, that's you know, Hendrick Motorsports doesn't just put a, a couple of pennies; they're not stacking pennies. They pretty much stack silver dollars, or I don't know, whatever's more than that. Find me a coin that's more than a silver <laughs> dollar and gold dollar. I I don't know. They stack they stack big fat stacks of gold. So. Uh, interesting to see what that will do for that garage and for that driver. And of course, like we said, we'll talk about him in a second and, and what we think that's exactly going to do for him. So, uh, is there any other news before we kind of, no, that was about the, the biggest piece of news that, that we had. Um, we've got the entry list. I don't know if you want to do that now, go over that quick just to see who's, who all's in these trucks. Well, we can do that, but let's do that and do it right after we talk to you about underdog fantasy Underdog Fantasy, listen, it is the easiest place to play fantasy sports, plus it's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. As you know, a dedicated episode at the end of the week will be for DFS and underdog picks, so stay tuned for that episode as we break down all of our favorite underdog picks, and a little birdie told me that we did not miss a single one 
in Atlanta last week. So hopefully we keep that train rolling and keep you guys in underdog money for the rest of the season. Hell, maybe that'll just pay for a nice little steak dinner for you as well. All you got to do is pick better or worse than, especially in NASCAR, the finishing position that they give you. And any other sport, it's it's uh, higher or lower than the projected number. Plus, Underdog's got those spicy plays where you can win up to 100 times your money. Oh, it's so much fun. And it's so easy. I mean, all you got to do is pick, what, a couple of players here and there, and then you're just multiplying and watching that multiplier go up. And then at the end of the day, you're cashing and having some fun just watching that bankroll go up. So continue to do all of that stuff. So sign up today with the promo code race sgpn let me tell you that promo code is important why because we are still in a lockdown drag out battle with all the rest of the shows and we need your support to get that bonus we've also got some incentives for you on the back side of this if you do this uh for us because we want to win we want to show that nascar fans are the most interactive out there so Sign up with that promo code RACESGPN. You're going to get a first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them on the App Store. And don't forget to register with our promo code RACESGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as that instant pick'em special. Must be 18 and over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with the play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Here's what I mentioned. SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus. Sign up now, between now and the end of the month. You only got a couple days left. Five winners are going to receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN gift card. So sign up today using that promo code SGPN, race SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. Promo code race SGPN. Want to see all of those entries and all of that fun at the end of the week. All right, Cody. Well, like you said before, uh, obviously this is the truck race, but cup drivers are allowed to, to race five races if they're full time. And some of these other guys will sneak down because they can do more races. But there is a familiar name out there and he's driving the the odds down for just about everybody else. And We'll go over well, the full uh, list he's now. He's driving the odds down for himself, but driving the odds up for some other people, getting some value out there. And that's we'll talk. We'll get into that, I think, as we lay out these bets. But there is going to be some value on the truck regulars when you get this many Cup guys and this much, you know, star power down in the in the truck series. So uh, we'll start at the top of the list. Christopher Bell is going to be in the number one for uh, Tricon Garage. Um, obviously that's kind of their rotator truck. Uh, you know, we saw Tony Bredinger in there. I don't remember who was in that truck in Atlanta, but it'll be a, a rotator for the Toyota team throughout the year. William Swalich, I think has some races planned in that one, but Christopher Bell jumping in there this week. We talked about him yesterday on the cup series bidding episode. So make sure you go back and check that out. Uh, nice little practice run for him on Friday night here before the race, Kyle Busch back again this week in the truck series for the second week in a row. He obviously won at Atlanta last week. He is the guy that is a very heavy favorite, which we'll get into in a bit. He's going to be back in that Spire number seven truck. Um, Connor Mosack is going to be in the 45. That's the a rotator truck for uh, Nice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who? 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 <laughs> Connor Moylesack. Is there that what we called go. him last That's year? That's what it was last yeah, year. Yeah, because he dumped oil all over the track and cost <laughs> us a lot of money. Thanks for reminding me about that, Rod. I appreciate You're it. That's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Connor Jones is back in the 66 for Thor Sport. 
Um, and then Zane Smith in the 91, a Chevrolet. Going to be a little weird to see him driving a Chevrolet in the truck series after all those years with Ford. Um, but he is going to be in that uh, third McAnally Hilgeman racing truck um, over there for, uh, for or well, really, that's the, is that the fourth? Yeah, that's the fourth McAnally truck because they got the 43 too. Dang. They, they were a one-car team a couple years ago, one-truck team. Now they got four this weekend. So, so yeah, you got three Cup Series guys, um, Bell and Bush, obviously, you know, the stars of the Cup Series, and then Zane Smith, who's a rookie, um, so he can actually run unlimited amount of races within the confines of you can't run in the playoffs and you can't run in some other stuff. So um, I swear Dos Flacco's just like is he, he obviously has got – uh, he's inside of our dock, right? I think he throws out a bet that's on our betting card every single time we're in here. So um, <laughs> what, what you don't know is that I share the document with him every single time. So <laughs> apparently uh, it's, it's clear, my bad. So. It's it's, you know, <laughs> Chris uh, wanting to know what races Marco Andretti is supposed to do in the Spire truck. Curious if Andretti will get more involved in NASCAR after getting the, the cold shoulder from F1. Um, I think they've already gotten plenty involved. I've right? got the gain bridge deal and all that. I think Marco's supposed to be doing seven races in the 04 truck for Roper in a partnership with Spire. I don't know if he's going to run. You would assume the seven truck uh, will end up being around when the cup guys can't be in it and some of the other stuff. So maybe he'll be in some races. But I don't know if anything's been announced specifically on that. So. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out on that news. And honestly, I mean, you know what? I, I would want to get excited about it and then part of me doesn't necessarily want to get excited about it because we know that he's a good driver but when you can when you hop in every once in a while you don't have that same sort of well you don't have the familiarity first and foremost and then you're racing around f people you don't race around all the time so you can't really get a good feel about it and you know it, I don't know and if you're not a, a series regular I mean I know Marco Andretti's done plenty of he is uh, I think he is running I think he's running 13 ARCA races, so he's getting more into the stock car stuff. But again, he's also like 36 years old, so it's not like he's a young up and coming buck. He's been around, obviously, spent a lot of time in the, uh, you know, in IndyCar and and all of that as well. Yeah, so, 36 couple, is ancient, by the way. Yeah, exactly. A couple other guys checking in. Daryl saying hi, boys. What's, what's up, Daryl? Walter, our guy. Nice, uh, nice picture on your YouTube there, Walter. Like it. Says what's up. Rye Cape in the chat. Truck talk. Let's go. I'm going to be on uh, Rise Show, the NASCAR report tomorrow, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time. So make sure you check that out. That's going to be fun uh, chatting up with those guys over there. Cody committing podultry uh, on this already. <laughs> Gotta love Sharing it. the love, Rod. Sharing, Sharing the, love. the love. No, I, listen, I, I, just, I love it. I love that we have this community that we have to be able to sit around and talk about this stuff. So uh, got to love it. Do we give it give Dos Flacos uh, his due? He's yeah, the cheers boy. Yeah, missed the cheers. Yeah, what's I would, up? We can't, I just went straight to his bed. Can't so. miss the cheers. Yeah, I know you did. You went straight to it. Uh, Daryl, listen, uh, careful on the old man stuff. <laughs> I'm ancient already, my friend. Yeah, like Rod's older than him. Don't worry. Uh, Nick Fortune betting on Jack Wood this weekend. That's going to be bet. a little rough since Jack is not entered in this yeah, race. Go so ahead. You, you do that. You. You, you bet on him. <laughs> go ahead and throw that up on cut. I'll take your action on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you definitely went for that one. Uh, gotta love it. Um, all right. So like, uh, like we said, it is, of course, the uh, Victoria's Voice Foundation 200. It is on the Las Vegas Motor Speedway track in Las Vegas, Nevada. Really just outside, I guess. It's not necessarily in. Is it improper? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to find out when I get there. 
Um, yeah. yeah, Rod will be able to tell you on Sunday. Which, by the way, folks, I, I wanted to make a full weekend out of it. Uh, unfortunately, I, I couldn't uh, make it work. I uh, realized that uh, my daughter has a, a Honor Choir concert on Saturday, and, and for me, it's always family first. So, as soon as that concert's over, I'm going to be loading up my car, and I'm going to be making the eight-hour drive to uh, to Las Vegas to watch this race. So, wish me luck as I drive on through the night, through the Tehachapis, and through the Mojave Desert. And uh, maybe you guys can keep me awake while I do so, because that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so, anyways, and then and then Sunday I'll just you know find a nice casino to sit in while I wait for the race to start, place some bets, and uh, and get it going. Sounds sounds like a rough day. Comment of the year right here from Nick Fortune, who lives in Iowa, is an Iowa fan, says Iowa's dumb. Uh, I'm just gonna leave that completely out of context because I agree with him. And uh, Steven says his daughter says the 46 is winning. I'm guessing that's the 46 truck because there's not a cup car. So. Thad Moffitt. going to be her shot. about a 30-truck wreck, and Thad Moffitt's going to f- find his way through and, and capture the victory. <laughs> but we'll get on that. Um, so, again, it is the Las Vegas Super Motor Speedway. It's a mile and a half. Uh, they'll be doing 134 laps on this mile and a half paved track for 201 miles on this one. Uh, looking back at last year's Victoria Voice Foundation 200, uh, well, Surprise, surprise, Kyle Busch won. But uh, we had six cautions for 27 laps. Kyle won by 4.9 seconds, 16 lead changes. The time of the race was a tidy little hour and 41 minutes. Average speed, 118 miles. 2,094 green flag passes and 19.6 average per green flag lap. So we're in for a lot of action. We're in for a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be, like I said, this is going to be entertaining. It's going to be good to be back on familiar soil and uh, and not on the seat of our pants. I don't know what it is about having back-to-back super speedways, but my anxiety level was at an all-time high uh, <laughs> both weeks. I, I've calmed down a little bit since. Yeah, it's an interesting way to start the season out for sure. Yeah. So, But, hey, it's in the rearview mirror. Now we got a regular track to bet on. Let's uh let's get to the bets, Rob. Okay, I'd be like I said, I'd be okay if they stopped uh, doing the back-to-back super speedways. We're, we'll be fine with that. So, uh, all right, <laughs> let's get into those bets. But let's tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right cody i think it's time to start getting everybody's betting cards loaded up uh, although there are a lot of people that are already uh, volunteering to help me. Rod, don't forget about me. Be there in October. Uh, let me know what seats are best. Oh, Walter, I will not forget about you. In fact, I'm going to try very hard to make a better weekend out of the uh, the October race, and then maybe you and I can hang out and we can exchange stories. Nick Fortune telling that uh, I've got his phone number. We could talk about Niners while we're on the road. <laughs> I mean, we could. It will be a lengthy conversation and maybe a lot of tears. Maybe I don't want to have that conversation on an eight-hour drive, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I don't know about that, but uh, oh boy, it's a lot of tears. <laughs> uh, all right, Cody, let's uh, let's start those betting cards out. Where are we going first? Let's start the betting cards out. Um, let's see. 
I got my, why is my stuff all, do we eliminate a box in here somehow, Rod? Uh, I don't know. The document know. is all looking weird. document so does really look kind of weird. What'd we, you do? Actually, I, I don't, I don't think I touched it, but maybe I did. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, we got it. We got to make picks for the yes. fantasy game too. Do we do? I almost forgot about that. So logging in right now to check that out. In the meantime, um, let's check with Brian. Or Brian, Brian, we're going to get yeah. there for sure. He wants to know why Zane Smith is favored over Ty Majeski when he's not in the thirty-eight. Well, oh, we got oh, that. Oh yeah, buddy, we got that. We're, uh, yeah, don't worry, we will be checking in on that. So, um, let's see. NASCAR betting preview show did catch up to us a little bit last Arr. week in Atlanta. We didn't do too bad though. We're currently holding the lead, six hundred thirty-seven points. They are sitting at five seventy-three. Rod, did we? So, did we actually? Did we lose the week? Yes. Oh, so they had uh, three thirty-four. We had two ninety-one. So not not too not bad. Not too bad. We weren't too far behind them, but uh, they did they did get us uh, for the week. So let's go to Las Vegas here. All right, we need one. Uh, oh boy. Okay, one A starter, and here is our options. We've got Ben Rhodes, Chase, Christian Eckes, Corey Heim. Jake Garcia, Kyle Busch, Matt Craft, and Nick Sanchez, Ty Majeski. I'm just going to go ahead and put in Kyle Busch because yep. it's Kyle Busch. Obviously, you have to start him this week. We did play. Don't start him last week. That didn't pay off for us necessarily, but uh, that's okay. He's he's a must plug in this in this uh, case. So, I agree. Um, let's see. For our B drivers, we need two starters out of these guys. So we've got Brett Holmes, Daniel Dye, Dean Thompson, Grant Enfinger, Lawless Allen, Lane Riggs, Matt Mills, Stuart Friesen. Both Grays, Timmy Hill, Ty Dillon, and Tyler Ankrum. This is a rough group. <laughs> I actually, I think I like Ankrum better in that one, to okay. be honest with you. Yep. I'm good with that. Okay. We'll have a, a point on him in a little bit. Perfect. Um, Do we want to put Grant Enfinger, or do we want to wait and see what Grant Enfinger has? Mm, no, I, I think Grant Enfinger is a good one, because obviously we're going to talk about him too as well. Okay, so we will put Grant Enfinger in here, and then we need one C starter from basically the rest of the field, Rod. So I'll throw some highlights of guys on here. You've got Raja Carruth. Yep, that's it. Um, you can stop there. All right, beautiful. <laughs> I figured that that might just be good enough to to throw in there. So. That was the only one. So what's our lineup? So our lineup will be Kyle Busch, Tyler Ankrum, Grant Enfinger, Raja Carruth. Sounds like a good lineup. Perfect. Yes, sir. All right. Should we get into the bets now? Let's get into the bets. Let's get into the bets. All right. I am going to start with um, the – gosh, again, this is so messed up. I'm so confused. Anyways, all right. We're going to start off by fading Mr. Ty Majeski. Uh, I'm going to take Christian Eckes over Ty Majeski. This is minus 110 over on Superbook. Um, and I'm also going to take Zane Smith over Ty Majeski. It's minus 135 over on Bet365, but that is a ridiculous, ridiculous uh, line to me. I, I don't know why Zane Smith and Ty Majeski are even matched up. So we'll start with the Christian Eckes and, and Ty Majeski head-to-head here. So go back with Christian Eckes. He won the race here in 2021. He was second or sixth place here last year. So they only come to the trucks only come to Vegas once a year, not like the cup uh, in Xfinity where they come twice. It's just once a year. So he won in 21, sixth place last year, which was his first year in the 19 truck for McAnally. 
Uh, Eckes won Phoenix to end the season. You know, so that was the last non-super speedway truck we had. You go back to other a mile and a halfs we had at the end of last season. He won Kansas Speedway um, at the last mile and a half we were at last season. He had an absolute rocket at Kansas Speedway race number one. I was there for that. That car, that truck was so freaking fast. Did get caught up in a wreck, but he also had a sixth place finish at Charlotte. You go over to the time of Jeske. Um, you take a look at him. He was fifth place here last year, so he did end up edging out Eckes. But after the Bristol race last season, or not Bristol, but after the race where he was busted with the tire pressure deal, he has one top five in those last nine races, average finish of 11.33. Um, in those nine races, Christian Eckes had five top three finishes to end the season. So at the end of the year last year, once Majeski's air pressure got fixed, uh, you know, they just didn't show up. He didn't do well. Eckes ended the season on a great run. Again, mentioned this yesterday. We mentioned this on the recap show as well, but I want to reiterate it again. What happened the last two weeks does not matter, Rod. Not looking into that in any way, shape, or form because it just it makes no difference to anything based on the super speedwayness of both of those races and how it just does not translate. So I'm not even looking at those. That's why I'm looking back to last season. You know, what did they do for me? Both these trucks drivers are back with the same truck teams. Uh, arguably, Eckes' team is going to be even stronger this year at McAnally. They continue to kind of figure things out. We just talked about they've got four cars in this race now, four trucks in this race. Um, and, and again, I, I'm really, really high on Christian Eckes this year. So taking him over Ty Majeski. And then for Zane Smith, over Ty Majeski as well, it's the same points on Majeski, right? Things just kind of fizzled out for them at the end of last season. And Zane Smith is Zane Smith, Rod. And he didn't have the greatest year last year, right? Not the, to the level we expected. Still finished second place in the spring race last season. Third place at Kansas. And he's in a McAnally truck. He's not just in some random truck out there starting. It's going to be the same equipment that Christian Eckes is in. That's going to be very, very strong equipment. So Love Christian Eckes uh, over Ty Majeski, minus 110 over on Superbook. And Zane Smith over Ty Majeski, minus 135 on Bet365. It's not like Zane Smith forgot how to drive. like that. that I feel like the books are like, whoop, no, he's in a yeah. different truck. It's going to make well, a whole and, bit of difference. Yeah, I mean, so like you go into last season, right? And he was the prohibitive favorite, uh, betting favorite for uh, the truck series. And, and again, a little bit of a disappointing season. He, he had a couple of wins and he didn't make the final four. But... He still had a very strong season. He was still in one of the better trucks uh, over the last few years, and he's going to be in strong equipment this week too. So I don't think he's going to really miss a beat. And uh, you know, just because he's a Cup Series guy now, he's still going to be a solid truck driver, and he's not very far removed from racing in the truck series. So he's still going to have all the feels for it. Yeah, it's yeah. I was going to say it's not like he's been out for six years and hasn't done a truck race in a long time. I, I'm I'm pretty confident Zane Smith can still get things done. So uh, definitely give me Zane Smith. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to take a driver that is in the same old equipment and put him against a driver in new equipment. And I'm going to take Ben Rhodes over Grant Enfinger. This is at minus 115. I know we talked about Grant Enfinger, you know, definitely being a, a good enough driver, and he is. But something about Ben Rhodes to me just kind of sticks out. And it's not because um, he's had fantastical finishes on this track every single time he's gotten on it. But and two out of the last three, he's finished second and he's finished third. Uh, he finished second in the uh, in the second. Well, they did come here twice in 2021. So he finished second in that race. He started on the pole in the spring and finished 10th. Uh, but the last time they ran this last year, uh, he finished in third place. 
The uh, 2022 season was not very good for him. He did start fourth, led nine laps, and ended up crashing in that race. But, again, we know that Ben Rhodes can get around tracks. We know that he can get it done well. Uh, just looking back last year, he had a 10th place finish at Texas, um, 16th at Kansas. Like Again, they're not like all fantastic finishes, but toward the end of the season, 7th at Bristol, 2nd at Talladega, 2nd at Homestead, 5th at Phoenix. He turned it on toward the end of that season, right? So a fifth place at Phoenix. Grand and Finger at Las Vegas. Granted, he's had some pretty good runs, but not. I mean, the late last few have been in completely different equipment, obviously, right? So the last year he was with the 23 team, finished 23rd, and he finished 9th in those in those cars. Now he's in the 9 car, or the 9 truck, rather, which he was actually, it's ironic, he was in the 9 truck uh, in 2021, when he finished seventh in both of those, but of course this was not the same nine truck that he's in uh, right now. So definitely, like I said, I still haven't seen necessarily what I want to see out of Grant Enfinger. I know super speedways mean nothing, but attitude-wise, that's that's what really gets me going is attitude. I don't I don't see the right attitude that I saw him out of last year. Um, last year in Vegas, he finished ninth, uh, but then he turned around and finished 17th at Texas. Uh, he did win Kansas, which was, you know, great, fantastic, and fun. Uh, but his average finish was was ninth place, and toward the back end of the season, it was 3rd, 13th, 4th, and 6th. So pretty good for him, but not the best, I think, in my opinion. So uh, I still think Ben Rhodes is a better, better get here over Grant Enfinger, so I'll take him uh, at minus 115 to, to win this matchup. Yeah, I don't hate this, especially because Enfinger... We don't know about that equipment, Rod. We we have no idea what we're going to get there. Rhodes can be a bit of a wild card at times. He's got a little bit of Joey Logano in him, right? But uh, I still think he's a solid driver, and I'm going to take the the more assured, you know, Rhodes is in a good, solid truck. We know Enfinger's a good driver, but a lot of questions about that uh, about that equipment. So It's the devil um, we know versus the devil we don't yeah. know. You know, that's that's really what it all boils down to for me. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Wanted to catch up on the chat too. Dos Flacos starting off early with the Majeski hate. Sorry, Dos Flacos. Uh, he says they're using a University of Oklahoma engineering student as their garage lead. Interesting. Uh, he's got faith in his over the season total wins. I have faith in the under. So there we go. Brian asking if somebody did you take a shot at C Bell? I wasn't. I didn't take a dig. I didn't take a shot at C Bell either. So I don't know Brian. where that came from. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, okay, Rod. I figured out what happened with the document. I was extremely confused. Uh, I, I had separated those two bets into two different categories, but for some reason they didn't get. Because this next bet, uh, we're both on. Because Rod gave, beat me to the document. He put it in here. I, again, like in the F1 show, I did not uh, look at the Rod's picks. I just entered my picks. We had the same pick here. So since you beat me to the doc, Rod, uh, I'll give you the floor on this one, and then I'm just going to back you up and completely agree with you. Hell yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I love just it. Just to go to catch up on uh, Derek saying, Zeb is sleeping on die. Not sleeping on die, actually. Uh, going against him, I think, is more the correct phase. Yeah. Uh, and Rod, Rod will we'll talk about that. So I will talk about that in, in that, look, it's not that we're going against die. We just think that uh, both of us think that Jake Garcia is going to have a better day. And and I listen, that was a great story, right? Daniel Dye putting it on the pole, like just coming out of nowhere seemingly and, and making it to where we all where, paid where attention did, to it. Where did Daniel Dye put it on the pole, Rod? Uh, did, he put it on the pole in Atlanta, by the way. 
So uh, did that race happen? It, it, huh. it, it must did. have wiped that from my memory because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Can't remember this. The the uh, fight the what you call it sleepy <laughs> thing got there. Um, no, listen again. It, it's a great story, right? It, it's it's a fantastic story. Y- you have a lot of fun talking about Daniel Dye being the camera guy and and all that great stuff. And you know he's got the he's got the perfect camera angles every single time. But like Cody said, that was a super speedway last year. His average finish was twenty point two. Las Vegas last year, he finished 19th. This is his only time around this this track altogether. Um, in Texas, he finished 25th. Kansas, he finished 13th. Um, not to say that he's not a good driver, but again, I mean, you know, Nashville 22nd. It's it's it, these these tracks that aren't super speedways, not necessarily the greatest finishers for him. And he's in the same equipment, right? And and we we know on super speedways, he is, well, he is in different equipment. Well, because di- he was there with uh, GMS last year, and he's. But he's the fourth McAnally truck. I know the McAnally trucks are going to be fast, but he's in yeah. the fourth McAnally truck this year. Yeah, and and again, it's just not, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Jake Garcia, on the other hand, his only start on this track was 10th place. Um, and, and again, I just feel like I have more faith in Jake Garcia to get it done uh, than I do for for Daniel. Because Daniel Dye is a good driver. Let's not get it wrong. I mean, he's, he's a good, solid, middle-of-the-pack driver. But on a week-to-week basis, he's not somebody jockeying for the win whereas you know jake garcia his his average finish last year was 14th um he had nine top tens though and three top fives so that is the ceiling for jake garcia whereas i don't know a top five finish is a ceiling for uh for daniel die so give me yeah give me jake garcia over daniel die like he had a fifth place finish in texas uh last year did uh jake garcia you know, it, it, to me, he can get it done. And then, like I said, Daniel Dye, great story, fun driver to watch, love the hair, just uh, not necessarily <laughs> thinking he can get it done on a normal mile and a half. Daniel Dye's family appreciates your kind comments, Rod, because I don't have any. Uh, and Michael Waltrip also appreciates it because it's his favorite driver because Daniel Dye always right center camera. He's got the camera shot for everything. Uh, I don't even know why this is a matchup. This is ridiculous. Jake Garcia, easily the much better guy in this one. Absolutely love. This will probably be the biggest bet I place this weekend, potentially. Jake Garcia over Daniel Dye at minus 115. I just I don't understand why this is this way. You go back to last season in this race, uh, 10th place for Jake Garcia, like you said. That was only his sixth career truck series start. That was his first start of the season because he had to miss uh, Daytona to start the season off because it was a super speedway. He wasn't old enough. He was freshly 18 years old at the time. Comes in here, finishes 10th place in just his sixth career start. And Daniel Dye, who's been around for a minute, finishes in 19th. So not really that impressive. You go back to last season, they raced against each other 22 races, Rod. Jake Garcia beat Daniel Dye in 16 of 22 races. That's a pretty hefty uh, difference. And, and again, you know, this will be the second seat. Or no, so Jake Garcia actually was with McAnally last year. But he is going over to uh to thor this year is where he's going to be we know those thor sport trucks are very fast they're very good they're strong they're you know they've got what five teams champions over there in that court right now right everyone's so big on time majeski but i think jake garcia might be the more talented guy anyways and, and for die he's leaving gms where it was a solid thing going to McAnally, which is a faster truck for sure but he's the fourth truck it's a part-time truck how much are we really getting out of that truck? Um, so I, I don't know about that. But again, 16 to 22 times. 
and you go to all the comparable tracks, Rod, all the mile and a half. At the second race at Kansas in the fall, 11th for Garcia, 23rd for, for Daniel Dye. You go back to Charlotte, 15th for Garcia, 19th for Dye. You go to Kansas one race, 8th for Garcia, 13th for Daniel Dye. You go to Texas, 5th for Garcia, 25th for Daniel Dye. In what world should Daniel Dye even be matched up with Jake Garcia here? It does, It makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't understand all this Daniel Dye love. Did he finish good in the last two races? I, to be honest with you, didn't even look at the results for the last two races because it doesn't fucking matter. Stop. We have to stop overreacting to super speedway stuff. I, I can't say it enough. I know he was on the pole last week. Nobody gives a fuck. It doesn't matter. It means zero to how he's going to race going forward this weekend. I, I would take this bet, and, and you put, you know, uh, uh, Jake Garcia has to beat him by 10 positions on it, and I would still take this bet because Jake Garcia is going to blow Dano Die out of the water. This is the dumbest matchup on the board. Lucky for you, it's there. Go hammer the Jake Garcia side of this. I, I really don't know what anyone sees in Dano Die if we're, if we're being completely honest. Uh, his family loves me because I'm the nicer <laughs> one. Uh, I'm sorry to his family. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'd love to have a beer with him if he's old enough. Uh, but I, he's never done it. What has he ever done that makes you think, wow, that guy's got some potential? I don't. I I would have to look much harder to find it. <laughs> I I was gonna say that would have to be a a stat filled <laughs> night full of uh, whiskey and uh, and spreadsheets. So uh, one I'm not willing to spend honestly on that one. Uh, all right, Cody. Since uh, since you doubled up, I'll go ahead and let you have the next bet. Yes. Uh, next up for me, Rod, is Christian Eckes top five over uh, on DraftKings plus one twenty five. Look, like I said, you're getting these Cup Series guys up here, so you're kind of getting a little bit of a deal on some of these guys that are regular. If these Cup Series guys are, are not in this field, this is the Corey Heim and Jake Garcia. Uh, not, not, I almost went to Jake Garcia. Show. You're all over Jake Garcia uh, right now, aren't Christian you? Christian Eckes show. Uh, and, and man, Eckes, he just won here two seasons ago. He finished sixth place last year in the 19 truck that he's in this year. Um, again, he won Phoenix to end the year. He won Kansas the last mile and a half we had. All signs point to, and, and we're very high. If you listen to the off-season shows, we're very high on Christian Eckes this season. I think he's going to have multiple wins. I've got more bets on him later as we get into the night here. I think getting plus money on him for a top five. He doesn't have to get in the top three. You know, let's say Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is, is a favorite. He's minus 110 on some books to win this race. So if they say that, you know, he's, he's going to do that, okay, fine. He gets first, even if Christopher Bell gets second. Even if Zane Smith gets third, Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, I mean, there's not a ton of other, you know, Carson Hosovar is gone this season. There's not a ton of other top-loaded guys up there. So I think Christian Eck is plus 125 on DraftKings for a top five is a hell of a deal. Derek seems to be a big uh, Daniel Dye fan here. He says Daniel Dye is going to get a top five. Jake's going to – what has Daniel Dye ever done that makes you think he's going to get anywhere close to a top five? I would like to know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll wait. No, just kidding. We won't. I will. I will be waiting for your response as Rod talks about his next bet. <laughs> uh, no, but listen. Uh, I just get back to your Eckes thing. Yeah, obviously we we have plenty of Eckes love. Is Dan and Daniel Dye's not even a full time driver this year, is he? Uh, that I I, I I will look into that because I don't think he. I think he's just running part time because he can't even fill a full season. Yeah, I think that's. I think he did last year too. I, so, anyways, um, <clears throat> all right. So my next bet, I'm gonna go back with the old crafty. I didn't think we were gonna be on Thor Sport as hard as we were today but we ended up on thor sport pretty pretty uh pretty big and i wish they would give us top 10s for the trucks because i would feel more comfortable uh, with this as a top 10 than a top five but we're gonna play the hand that we're dealt and i think you know matt crafton can actually do this i think matt crafton 
can get into the top five. It's something that he's done 11 times in 27 starts over his storied career. 27 starts on this track. Guy goes all the way back to 2001. Uh, what, what a legacy this guy's leaving. Um, but for Matt Crafton, if you look back, he has been inside of the top five in two of the last four of this and then four of the last uh, six races that he's done. And in fact, you can go back a little further to 2018. 2018, he had a fifth place finish. 2019 was a third place finish. Uh, 2019 in the fall, he started uh, 30. He started fifth, but finished 30th. Unfortunately, he had an engine problem that got him out of that. So he started in the top five, just couldn't hold it there. In 2020, he started 13th and finished fourth in the fall. Well, in the second race of that 2020 season, uh, started sixth, finished ninth. So not that far outside of the top five. Uh, and then 2021 started fourth, finished fifth. 2021 in the fall uh started sixth finished third and then 2022 was a seventh place and 11th place finish he just held on to his starting position there so really just circling around that top five and in, and at times he's poked his head into the top five uh, and this is still even with kyle bush in the field this is still with cup drivers in the field as well uh that he's still able to kind of find his way into the top five so this one it's at plus 900 for a reason like, that was the price. That's really kind of what made me sort of go, okay, but, right? So I think Matt Crafton could get in the top five. I see why it's plus 900, but it's still something that I'm, I'm worth rolling the dice on because, in my opinion, he's still a talented enough driver to kind of poke his head in there, which he's done several times before. And, I mean, 11 out of 27 starts that he's finished in the top five, that's still not a bad uh, situation when you're talking racing. Some people haven't even been there. 40% of the time, he's been in the top five. That's a that's a damn good percentage for a race truck driver uh, to to find top fives. You know, sixty three percent top ten finishes. His average finish is eleventh. He's only got four DNFs. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely a little skeptical of this one, but I still think it's a, a good bet for the price. Yeah, uh, for the price, I think it is a really good bet. He's probably not just going to run top five all day, but he's the type of guy who can get himself to the end. If there's any type of chaos, if there's any type of strategy, uh, he can find his way there. He's a guy that can jump up and kind of grab a win, maybe, potentially. So a top five, I think, is definitely not out of the question. I did notice as I was doing the research, I that is the one bet I looked for. I was looking, and I go, wow, Crafton's been pretty good here. And I looked, and I go, okay, Rod's got a Crafton bet, so that covers that. I figured Rod's always reliable for the Crafton bets. So, uh, yeah, I think the number is great. At nine to one, just to get in the top five. Again, uh, if he gets a little bit of help, I, I think that he could easily hit this one. So um, I do like it. Catching up on the chat real quick. Kevin S. said he missed, he's missed the show, but he's putting all his dimes on Larson this week, leaving it at that. Betting is easy, he says. Uh, then realize that this is not the Cup show. The Cup show, if you're looking for it, was uh, done yesterday. So it's on, on the YouTube feed there, on the podcast feed. Make sure you go back and do that. Walter doing the Lord's work, letting everybody know that. So. Um, yeah, we, we did it on Wednesday last week, I think, because of the rain. So all, all jumbled up. But generally, the Cup Series Pick Show will be out on Tuesdays. So make sure you're always tuning in. Best thing to do, click that bell over on the YouTube, and it'll notify you every time we go live for all of these shows. Indeed. Uh, all right, Cody, where are we going next? Next up for me, going back over to Zane Smith. Talked about him in the matchup earlier. Rod, plus 140 for a top five finish for Zane Smith on in the truck series what do they just forget do they forget that that 
That they, Zane Smith has been a really good truck driver. They honestly I just were like, I I don't. Zane Smith is that? Is he on the? Are we looking? Who's this random guy? I mean, I know Jack Wood was in the truck the last couple of weeks, so so maybe they're like, oh, this is just going to be like a shit truck that's hanging out in the back or something. But it's Zane Smith. He's top five plus one forty over on Caesars. I really don't understand it. Again, last year not the greatest year of of all time for him by any means, but he finished second place here at this race, so he was good here. Um, and then you go back to Kansas as well, and he had a third place finish there. Again, this is a McAnally truck, and I know I've been kind of shitting on Daniel Dye, whose best career finished in 11th place, by the way, uh, outside of a super speedway. So, again, what have you done for me ever? Nothing. Uh, but the McAnally trucks are fast, and so that that is the one positive I'll give to Daniel Dye. It should be a fast truck. I think Zane Smith is going to be just fine. We know how talented he is. He's a big, bad Cup Series driver now, but he can come back down to this series. And, and still show that he he knows what he's doing here. A top five at plus 140. You never would have got this when when Zane Smith was full-time in the truck series. I don't know why that's changed now. So, And again, you know, even with Kyle Busch, with Christopher Bell, even if, if Christian Eckes and Corey Heim get those top four, well, or those four are in the top five, you still have a spot open for a Zane Smith. And if one or two of those guys doesn't get in there, Zane Smith should easily be inside the top five, I think. Well, again, you know my love for Zane Smith. I've I've always had it. Uh, now he's not in the same truck, but I still love him as a driver, especially in the truck series. So I can't go against that. And you're right. I mean, that number alone is one of those ones where you have to stop yourself and go, okay, I definitely have to take this because, like you said, if he was a full-time driver this year, you would not get that same price for this bet. So make it while you can and enjoy when it cashes. Um, all right, I, I'm taking another flyer. Look at so last week, or the last two weeks, I was super cautious guy, right? I was like, ah, let's just take the super cautious. I'm not going to take too many flyers out there. And then all of a sudden, we get to a track where it's a little more reliable. And I'm like, hell, let's go. Let's, uh, let's just pick whatever we want and go with it. Uh, but it's not really that way. I'm just I'm taking the longer odds because it feels to me like some of these shouldn't be priced the way they are. And maybe we do have super speedway hangover, and we got to jump on it. Christopher Bell is listed as a top three truck at plus 160. Now, I know this is shorter odds, but when you consider that Kyle Busch is like minus 60 million for a top three, a top five, and to win he's this minus, race. He's set minus 700 for, for a, a top, top three finish. For a top five? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I I just, I looked at the negative and I saw, and I was like, I'm not even touching. I knew not to even look at Kyle Busch's top Which, three. In Kyle Busch's defense, Rob, six truck races in a row here he's finished either first or second so well that's we always going to get to that you in the winners but that. that's yeah you got to give him that <laughs> um but christopher bell again plus three or uh, top three at plus 160 he hasn't done this in a while he hasn't been in a in a las vegas truck race since uh, 2017 but in that race he led 64 laps and finished second uh, in 2016, has, before has that, it really been that long that Christopher Bell. I could have swore he was in the 61 truck just like a year or two ago. No, huh? he was in the four truck for both of those for Kyle Busch uh, in 2017 and 2016. Uh, sixth place in that as well in 2016. He had a 14th place finish in the uh, in the 2015 race, uh, but he did start fifth in that one as well. I'll tell you though, when you look at Christopher Bell's truck series history, right, seven wins. Five of those came in that 2017 season, which he was absolutely dominating. 15 top 
Fives, 21 top 10, five poles, led 875 laps. And as we know, in the truck series, there's not a lot of laps to lead on these tracks because most of the races are only 100 and some odd laps. So when you're leading 875, like his average start was 4.9, average finish was 5.7. That was fantastic stuff, right? I mean, and of course he was in KBM equipment, which we know was the best for the longest time. But now he's driving in that uh, that one truck, and I think uh, I think he's got something for the field, right? I don't know that he's going to beat Kyle Busch, but I think he's definitely going to put something on him. He's got a couple of weeks worth of uh, frustration to work out, and there's no better way to do it than to come down to the truck series and get crazy with these guys and uh, and just hash it out. So um, I think he can find his way into the top three, and I think plus money for that is a, a very good, especially since he's the second favorite to win the race. Right, you might as well take the plus money for a top three. Yeah, and he was in the sixty-one at uh, North Wilkesboro last year for Hattori, oh, so he's was... been in a truck at least recently. Yeah, uh, and got a top three there. So, uh, speaking of that race, Rod Corey Heim won that race, beating both Christopher Bell and uh, William Byron. So it can be done. And uh, speaking of Corey Heim, I did that on purpose. It's Heim time. Gonna take the Corey Heim truck lift. Look, when these Cup guys are not in this field, you're not gonna get numbers like this on Corey Heim. So take advantage while you've got the chance we're going to start the truck lift off with a matchup we haven't done this before on the lifts but dude we cannot overreact to super speedways rod i don't know how many times i have to say this Corey heim is matched up with nick sanchez what are you kidding me what okay i said earlier that other matchup was my favorite i lied this is my favorite matchup Corey heim and nick sanchez should i don't I understand Sanchez has got to win, Rod. I get it. It does not matter for the rest of the season what you do at Daytona. It just it does not translate. And I know Nick Sanchez had that one good race at Texas last year where he led a lot of laps and then blew it at the end, so that doesn't really help his case a ton either. But Corey Heim matched up with Nick Sanchez over on Bet365. Minus 135. Again, I do not care about that price. This is just super, super easy to me. Corey Heim ran 22 truck races last year. He did miss one because he was sick. Three times he finished worse than eighth place in 22 races, Rod. That includes road courses. That includes super speedways. That includes includes everything. So he finished in the top eight in 19 of 22 races. Um, these two drivers were matched up in all 22 of those races. Rod, how many times do you think that Nick Sanchez beat Corey Heim in 2023 head-to-head -head. i'm gonna I'm even including i'm including super speedways including road courses leaving it all in there can i just say zero three he did oh, get him well, three times okay. Uh, okay but of those three times one was phoenix at the end of the season when Corey heim should have won the race till carson hosvar was a jackass and dumped him uh one of them was in atlanta which was a super speedway so again take that for what you will and one of them was nashville where they finished third and fourth place so uh <laughs> Why are these guys? I don't. This is nothing but a reaction to the last two weeks, and and if you want to look at the last two weeks, Rod, which we can do. Corey Heim finished second at Daytona and third at Atlanta, so it's not like he did bad at either of those races either. But I'm not. That doesn't matter because it, the last couple of weeks does not matter. I just I, I do not understand why why that is that way. That matchup just baffles my baffles me. But Corey Heim. The best driver in the truck series, in the best equipment in the truck series, it's not even a question to me. Now, obviously, you've got Kyle Busch this week. 
You got Christopher Bell. You got Zane Smith as well in this field. But uh, they're giving you plus money for a top five. Again, even if the three Cup Series guys finish in the top five, Corey Heim is going to find his way. And Corey Heim has, has proven time and time again that he can beat these Cup Series guys. He beat Kyle Busch at Martinsville last season. And he beat William Byron and Christopher Bell at North Wilkesboro last season. So top five plus money at plus 110. Top three plus 210. Love it. Going to ride all the way up to win the race 7-1 to one over at Caesars. Corey Heim, look, Kyle Busch, I know he has won, you know, four of the last six that he's raced here at Las Vegas, and he's got second the other two times, but he's got second twice, Rod, so it means he doesn't always win, and he's just such a favorite. I'm not going to play him, but uh, Corey Heim has been strong. We've seen that the guys from this team specifically, what used to be the KBM team, it's the Tricon team now, could beat Kyle Busch in the same equipment. These Tricon trucks are fast. Corey Heim is fast. He's good. He's consistent. Again, finished outside the top eight three times all of last season. That's just, that is insane numbers. So give me Corey Heim to beat Nick Sanchez, to finish top five, to finish top three, and to win the race. I mean, again, Corey Heim was one of those people that I was coming on on researching and then I had to stop myself because I was like, don't even research it. I know that Cody's got this. Was saying yesterday, Rod's yeah. like, well, Cody took all the bets. I was like, never <laughs> you mind. You me to the dock, all right? But no, you knew no, I would, but I, but I you knew, knew I would have all the Corey Heim love in there. <laughs> I knew better than to than to step on the Corey Heim because I knew that truck lift was going to fall on me if I did. I appreciate so, that. Uh, I was like, no, thank you. But yeah, I mean, absolutely, a hundred percent on everything you said. It's just Corey Heim is going to be a truck to be dealt with this weekend, and uh, and it'd be foolish to leave him off of your card in any way. Why not and, load it up? Yeah, to Kevin, to Kevin S. actually with two good points here. First two weeks of the preseason or felt like preseason compared to now, which really it is. And again, the one thing you can remember is Nick Sanchez does have a win. So if he wants to gamble, if he gets a chance like that, he definitely can take it. But uh, And then he said Sanchez looked good at the second half of the season, but I think the books are jumping on his, the gun on his potential. He did, and I think Sanchez is going to be a fine driver. Uh, you know, He's in that rev racing truck. It's got the Spire Alliance. It should be a good truck. I think that Sanchez can have a solid day. But I think when you set him next to Corey Heim, you're just in two different ballparks almost. So I don't think Sanchez is to that level yet. Uh, so that's a hammer on the Heim side. Indeed. Uh, I think this is my first group bet of the season. If not, then it's like one of the first group bets of the season for me. Uh, so we'll take the cover guy of this uh, of this episode that we've got going on. I, I put Raja Karuth up there for a reason. Uh, because I think we're gonna be we're gonna see some great stuff out of him over the course of the season. We just talked about his deal now with HendrickMotorsports.com and the fact that there's gonna be a nice chunk of money in that garage week after week from it. And uh, I think Spire is going to very much be a player in this as well. So Caruth is actually in Group A in Caesars, um, along with Chase Purdy, Ty Dillon, Taylor Gray, Bailey Curry, and Stuart Friesen. I'm gonna go ahead and take Caruth to win this group at plus 400. I like the price. That's really why I'm going with this. I like the price. I think he's going to be a little better than his teammate, Chase Purdy, who, I mean, again, I know Chase Purdy uh, has good results on this track in KBM equipment. The eighth place that he got in in last season's race was uh, was good. He started third, finished eighth. Um, but, I mean, in the Hattori and Gallagher equipment, it's been okay, 14th, 13th. 23rd 27th so it's it's not really the greatest um but again to me 
from what I've seen on Carruth, and, and now I know we're taking super speedway stuff and we're throwing it out, but we, we have seen the right attitude with him. We've seen the right mentorship with him, and I think we've seen the fact that he's going to be a nice, solid truck driver this year. I feel like we're going to see good things out of him. His average finishing position last year, 18.2. He only had four top 10s uh, in that Gallagher equipment in that 24 car, so or tr 24 truck, rather. So it's not necessarily that we can go on that alone. In Vegas, his, his only start in Vegas finished 29th after starting 24th. But I don't think that's indicative of what we're going to see out of him this season. Again, I know we can't take anything away from super speedway racing, but we can take away attitude and we can take away driving style. We've seen a completely different Raja Karuth, in my opinion, because uh, last season we saw him involved in several actual scuffles, right? He, he, put, he was trying to put himself where he didn't necessarily fit or could be, um, and, and it got him into trouble. So I, I'm thinking maybe we're seeing a little bit different a side of him. And even when you look back at that 2023 race, right, Carruth finished inside of the top 10 in both stages. Uh, unfortunately, he just couldn't finish the race well enough, right? He was inside the top 10 and ended up finishing as the last car running, uh, what is that, about five or six laps down, uh, if not more. But yeah, I mean, look, he was inside the top 10. He was doing well in that one. When you look at the rest of these guys in this group, Taylor Gray hasn't made a start on this track. He was too young last year right the dude i think still was uh trying to put the corsage on his proms date uh before this race was going on so can't really count him in i know that there was some freezing love out there and god bless america you know me i love me i'm sorry uh god save the queen uh i love me some no, Canadian. Canada? I, I don't know, know. well they they are under the crown so true. Um, although it's the king these days oh that's true god save the king uh, see, look at old guys and memories suck. I know she was around for 402 years, but she died finally. She was. Uh, oh, look, and, and, and for freezing, right? Seven top 10 finishes and 12 starts, five top fives. Last season, he, he finished 14th. I almost feel like that's indicative of what we're going to see out of him now. Like, he just, he's one of those guys where you root for him so hard and then something happens. Like, it just, he gets caught up and it's not even his fault half the time. Just runs into a truck. Right, so it's like, ah, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna think that that's gonna happen to to Stuart Friesen, and then, like I said, for Purdy, they're in the same equipment, but I still think Raja Karuth can beat his teammate and probably should beat his teammate in this, uh, especially again with all that boost and the vote of confidence. I'm telling you right now, guys, that goes a long way into how you drive. A little more confidence behind yourself, a little more. Uh, actual assurance that you're going to be in this ride and that it's it's meant for you versus trying to, to play for a ride. And then Ty Dillon. That's my argument for Ty Dillon. <laughs> wow, Rod coming in from left field with the Ty Dillon hate. Kevin asking if we think that Hendrick committing to Carruth for the full season matters much. We talked about that at the beginning of the show. So when it's over, go back and listen. But it, we do think that it is huge. It's a huge vote of confidence. I think Rod must have been reading. I We don't even keep my notes digitally. They're on the paper here. Rod must have been reading them because I wrote down the one thing you can take from the last two weeks. Again, you just you can't take the performance of the last two weeks in any way, shape, or form. The one thing you can take is the maturity we've seen from him in the last two weeks, getting to the end of the races and, and having his, you know, I think he's really heading in a good direction. He's got this vote of confidence from Rick Hendrick, from Hendrick Cars being on the car or on the truck for all 23 races now. Um, so I think that is big. 
Rod, I'm adding an official play. Roger Carruth, plus 750. This is a bonus bet for you. You talked me into it. And then I'm going to jump into my winners, and I'm going to go to my long shot because my long shot winner, Rod, is Roger Carruth at 80-1 to over on DraftKings. Do I think Roger Carruth is going to win this race? Probably not, Rod. It's it's a pretty loaded field as far as you've got three Cup Series guys. you got Haim. you got Eckes. A lot of guys that are in, in better equipment. But if supposedly Nick Sanchez, who's not even in a Spire truck, should be matched up head-to-head with Corey Haim, why shouldn't the Spire truck, which is also his teammate, Kyle Busch, is the favorite at minus 110, and he's 80 to 1. I think that based on the equipment he's in, based on the talent we've seen, it's a little bit overpriced, and it shouldn't be that far. Does he win this race again? Likely not. You're probably going to need some help, but I don't think it's out of the question. I think Roger Cruz can do it. I think at 80 to 1, he is worth looking at. Plus 750 for the top five. That one's definitely something I'm adding to my card because I think that's highly possible. Um, again, you look at all the confidence that's going to be instilled in him from now having Hendrick on the on the car for 23 races. Um, and you go back and you, and you look you know, at some comparable tracks last season. He was eighth place at Homestead. That's not bad. He was 12th at Kansas. He did have a sixth place finish at Darlington where we really saw it. A lot of races last year where he was hanging in the top five, you know, a good chunk of the night and then something would happen. He would make the mistake, couldn't quite get to the finish. So that is still kind of out there. Can he get past that? But like we both mentioned, the maturity, the growth we think we've seen from him to start this season, the confidence that's there, I think is worth it. So give me Roger Carruth at 80 to 1 to win the race. Also the top five in there at, at plus 750. And then, of course, I had gave out Corey Heim as part of the truck lift to win. My other winner, Rod, Christian Eck is 12 to 1. Again, this truck truck season, it's Christian Eckes and it's Corey Heim for me. These are the two regulars that are going to be in the fastest trucks. They're going to be the two best drivers out there. We saw Christian Eckes just have some absolutely fast rocket ships last year. That Kansas race, again, I mentioned it earlier, that truck was so fast, blistering speed. You know, it was extremely fast in the race, got involved in the wreck, um, and, and didn't was not able to finish it. But he's had some really good runs. He's been strong. He won at Kansas. Again, the most recent mile and a half we went to at the end of last season. He won to end the season on the last quote-unquote normal track at Phoenix. So if you're throwing out the two super speedways, he's won the last you know regular type of track that we've been to. I think he's going to continue to carry that momentum forward. I think we're going to see a strong running by Eckes. I talked about him in a head-to-head earlier. I talked about him in the top five. I think he can also win this race at 12-1. to 1. Again, the Kyle Busch thing is out there. I can't tell you not to take it this week. It's not like a super speedway. If you want to bet him at that low of a number, you absolutely can, and, and I can't fault you for it. You know, he's he's four out of the last six. He's one. He's finished second in the other two. So in general, he stays there. But we've seen enough times lately, especially in the truck series, Kyle Busch comes down and he doesn't win. I know he got the win at Atlanta last week. That race was just super weird. But uh, it's not a, a foregone conclusion that Kyle Busch just comes in and wins. I would keep in mind that he is a heavy favorite and and for a good reason. But I think these other guys are worth betting as far as you know, Carutha eighty to one, Eckes at twelve to one, and even Heim at seven to one. Um, <clears throat> Heim and, and Eckes, you know, if the, if these Cup guys are not in the field, Rod, what plus two fifty, plus three hundred to win this race, very low numbers. So I think they're worth getting on while you're getting getting the discount of having these Cup Series guys in the field. Well, and by now, those of you who have listened to this show know how to treat outrights and how to actually bet on outrights and know that, you know, you're not throwing full units on all of these outrights because that's just kind of crazy. And and look, for Kyle Busch, maybe you do throw a unit and then break up a unit and 
and put down on a couple more. But yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I was going with mine too as well. It's like, look, it, and in fact, in the box, I put, if not Kyle, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Because honestly, you can't kind of go through this and say, Kyle Busch is going to lose. He's going to be stomped. No one's going to, no one, you know, he's not going to come down and win two in a row because he probably could. And he probably will. I mean, none of us are sitting here telling you there's not a reality in which Kyle Busch is not going to go out there, lead every single lap, and just mop the floor with all these guys, right? Because that's just what Kyle Busch does more often than he doesn't. Cody already laid it out. Was it four of the last six? And then the other ones were second place finishes. So Kyle Busch does well on this track. It's his home track. We talked about that in the Cup Series, right? It is. It is his. He's going to be eating home food, sleeping in his own bed, and uh, and being able to to be close enough to the family to to make it worthwhile. So he loves his track, and obviously it loves him. So, but if not Kyle, um, I'm going to turn to that 18 truck in uh, in Tyler Ankrum. I know I talked about him. A, I think a lot in the last couple of weeks, maybe just a little in in the the Daytona episode, and I think I went was back there to races him. the last couple of weeks. No, the there were not. <laughs> However, look, I'm 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 pretty impressed with how he actually handles himself right now. Um, and again, the performance is not what I was, what I'm basing my, my whole prediction off of, right? The finishes are not what I'm basing it. This is what we talked about with, uh, Sean too, talking about the eye test numbers will tell you something, but the eye test tells you something completely different. And for me, it's really the way he handles himself in situations where a less mature driver would make a mistake and take himself out. He did not do that in either one of the races to start that. And in honest, in all honesty, he doesn't do that anyways. Tyler Ankrum is not a, a guy that uh, is out there racing around trying to get himself in trouble. Um, and so to, to uh, a 7th place finish, 11th place finish, doesn't matter, yes. Uh, but you talk about Las Vegas, he does not necessarily have the greatest luck here. Uh, he's crashed out of two races, uh, but he did finish 16th and 15th in, uh, in the Hattori equipment last year in that 16 truck so um bettering his his finishes from those 34th finishes uh that he suffered in vegas in the in the gallagher equipment but he does have a 211th and a 10th place finish to go along with that top 10 for tyler ankrum but i think we've seen a step up obviously the equipment is going to be uh better than that McAnally 18 and if you're a numbers person chandler smith put the 18 in the in the uh winner's circle here a couple of years ago in uh i know it was kyle bush 18 it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the same um but the 18 did uh, win this race and actually uh was in started in second place in the 2020 2021 race so the 18 truck has seen success here in the past not the same equipment but i'm a numbers guy and i think maybe tyler ankrum could can put that 18 back and it's kyle bush's old number too in the cup series so just saying, but Tyler Ankrum, uh, if you're wondering, twenty to one, I think that's a pretty decent shot out there. I like it. So, uh, all right, and then Dan's in here saying, "Is it too soon to uh, oh, to say Chandler Smith?" Hammer tune in tomorrow for the Chandler Smith love. Don't worry, it's coming, buddy. We got that <laughs> one too. Uh, Dos Flacos asking, "Got to slap these cup drivers in the mouth when they come down. Let them get their laps in, but come five to go, get them out of the way." Yeah. I wish that would have happened last week. Hopefully we learned our lesson last week, Corey Heim and uh, fellas that were up there. Jesus, come on. So ridiculous. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is the betting card for us. Get out your pen and paper. For those of you on YouTube, it is now time to show you the graphic for this. 
uh, and we will go over our bets for the Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Cody started you out with Christian Eckes over Ty Majeski at minus 110. I gave you Ben Rhodes over Grant Enfinger at minus 115. Cody also doubled down with Zane Smith over Ty Majeski at minus 135. I gave you Jake Garcia over Daniel Dye, much to everybody's chagrin. I'm a little surprised over that one. At minus 115, uh, Cody gave you Christian Eckes as a top five truck at plus 125. I said Matt Crafton would be a top five truck at nine to one. And then Cody gave you Zane Smith as a top five truck at plus 140. And then, because I talked him into it, threw in Raja Karuth as a top five truck at plus 750. I gave you Christopher Bell as a top three truck at plus 160. And then Cody started the Heim lift, uh, the truck lift with Heim. Got Heim over Sanchez at minus 135. Uh, got him as a top five truck at plus 110. A top three truck at plus 210. And then to win the race at 7-1. to one. I said Raja Karuth was going to win group A at 4-1 to one over Purdy, Dillon, Taylor Gray, Curry, and Friesen. And then Cody gave you Christian Eckes at 12 to 1 to win this race and Raja Karuth as a long shot at 80 to 1. And I said, if Kyle Busch does not come down completely and wipe this uh, whole field clean, I'll take Tyler Ingram at 20 to 1. There are your picks for this race. Yeah, Lynn checking in. Eckes top five of plus money looks like a gift. It is. And Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for the truck episode as we uh, end our cards. No, that was a, you know what? I just want to say nice long truck episode. That right? books really just blessed us this week. Like at points last year, we didn't have a lot of good truck options, but this week loaded. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited. Truck racing Friday night this week, too. We get trucks on Friday night. F1. Check out the F1 gambling podcast hosted by yours truly and your other truly and Rod. Uh, on Saturday morning, Xfinity Saturday, Cup Series on Sunday. Going to be a great race week. <sighs> Going to be a great weekend of racing, Rod. <laughs> it will indeed. And then think of me uh, on the way out there at the wee hours of the morning and uh, and just, you know, send some awake prayers for me out there. But uh, all right. Well, then we'll come back tomorrow with Xfinity. And then, of course, we'll close out the week on Friday with DFS and Underdog, as we always do. So, Cody... As we send everybody on their way to fill out their betting cards, remind everyone where they can find you on your uh, on social media. Yeah, follow me on the X at Husker underscore Zeb. You can go back uh, to yesterday's show in the YouTube or the podcast feed. Get all the Cup Series picks. Back tomorrow with the Xfinity Series picks. I mentioned the F1 Gambling Podcast. Look, if you haven't checked it out yet, I uh, got a message from somebody today said they never really watched F1. Shout out to our buddy Chris. It was him. I'll, I'll throw you out there, Chris. Said he hadn't really paid attention to it before. But listen to the show. Look, it's the same. It's the same show, to be honest with you guys. We do the same thing here as we do here. We just talk about F1. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I know some people are, are a little, you know, you know, not sure on F1, but it's a lot of fun to bet on. Uh, we come at it from from the American NASCAR side of things. So uh, check out check out that as well. It's on the YouTube feed here in all your podcast feeds. It's got its own feed as well. So also huge mistake gaming checking in saying great show, guys. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, and yeah, again, click the bell over on the YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe. Click the little bell. It'll uh, alert you every time we go live for these so you're not missing any of the shows. We got you covered with uh, five shows a week. So we're, we're here all the time. 
We are here all the time, whether you like it or not. And you actually like it. So thank God. We, <laughs> thank God you guys do, because uh, sometimes I want it, it's easier to justify to my wife why I spend so much time in my office when uh, when I show her that you guys actually do listen and pay attention. So uh, thank you for uh, for validating my existence. And if you want to continue to do so, follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez. Link in the bio, everything I got going on, whether it's here, of course, like Cody said, the F1 Gambling Podcast Sportsbook Review. I've got my uh, F1 and Cup picks coming out for them. And then, of course, check out The Back Road with Seth and Elliot holding it down for you this week. And then I'll be back again for the next race after that. So, all right, everybody, we'll see you tomorrow for Xfinity. Cody's right. Nice long truck episode tonight, so. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Do you miss the attention?